Kia ora, this is Not Truths, the podcast where I, Jules, get somewhat inebriated and try to convince people of conspiracies or paranormal happenings down in Aotearoa, that's New Zealand. Today I'm joined by a very close friend of mine, Troy J. Malcolm, and this episode's Not Truth is the Fiordland Moose Conspiracy. Hello. Hello. An aim for this podcast that I wanted to do was I really wanted to bring on funny, prolific people from the community. Of course, of course. Uh, What's your job, Troy? I do nothing. I I walk dogs. (laughs) I love dogs. I love dogs. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, And I've I've written down everything because I've had some drinks, as per this podcast requires. And I'm going to try and convince you about this not truth today. The Fjordland Moose. Fjordland Moose. I'm intrigued. Ah, so (laughs) I'll tell you the facts, the solid things, the event, and then I'll tell you what the conspiracy is. Oh, okay. And then I'll convince you of this conspiracy. I'm convinced that that's the format. It is the format. Good. There's an extra part. (laughs) The bit where we go and hunt the moose. (laughs) If there's a moose to be hunted. In the 20th century, Thomas Dunn was the head of New Zealand's Tourist and Health Resorts Department. He wanted to import exotic creatures to New Zealand for game hunting. Don made a recommendation to the New Zealand Prime Minister of the time, Sir Joseph Ward, who contacted a governor in Canada asking for assistance in completing what he hoped to be the largest game reserve in the world by acquiring some Canadian moose. (laughs) That's the thing we're talking about. Is. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm hooked. <laughs> he asked for assistance in getting some moose so that they could hunt them <laughs> for sport. Which one? Which sport? Yeah. Soccer. Yeah. Oh, of course. I did think the game was lacking in moose. It's like, it's kind of a, um, a, a polo type thing. Instead of horse. Yeah, you do it on. They tried to introduce moose to New Zealand twice. Once in the 1900s, four moose were released near Hokitika, but that first venture was ultimately unsuccessful. What do you consider an unsuccessful sport hunting exercise? They were too tame. Oh, okay. (laughs) To be hunted? Oh, well, okay, so four moose arrived that time, but there were ten that were shipped, so... Most they of them missing, died on the boat on the that way. Makes more sense. <laughs> they were abducted. <laughs> this is a game of oh, guess no. the conspiracy now. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the moose are abducted to be. They just died. Soccer athletes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> cool. In 1910, the Southland Acclimation Society gave it another go, eventually getting a handful of moose into the lower South Island. In autumn of 1910, the NZGSS Hinamoa brought 10 crates containing moose to Supper Cove in the Fiordlands. There were six females and four males, and they were all less than a year old. When the moose stepped onto the beach, some were a bit rattled and tried to return to their crates, but the crewmen tipped them out of the boxes, and in a panic, one of the moose attacked attacked one of the other ones and broke its leg. And then all of the sailors were just like, well, I guess our job's done. <laughs> and they just Fucked left. Off. Just left? <laughs> they, I mean... didn't, they didn't have anything to track the moose with, and they didn't have, like... Leashes. <laughs> well, no, they were just like, let's just let them go. <laughs> so they left the moose. 
<laughs> and they had no way to track them or anything. And it's that if you don't know New Zealand, the bush is very, very dense and it will fuck you up pretty much. It's not good to travel. I've you can't that. just go like hiking by yourself. Like that's super stupid. Yeah. And we don't have animals or anything, but the the weather trees will just eat you. Tanifa <laughs> <laughs> will get you. Hobbits. Oh. Very little bastards, honestly. A hundred percent. Yeah. That, that sort of concludes how they were dropped off. The area is pretty much not considered a very ideal place for moose to live. And also, if there are moose out there, then that part of the Fjordlands is a national park now. So they wouldn't be allowed to be a part of the national park. <laughs> so if we do find the moose they're kind of fucked hmm. but the idea is the whole conspiracy is that the moose is still out there because they don't know what happened to them people think that the moose is still out there oh okay just wandering through the fjordlands just to, in the bush yeah living living in the like national wild moose. in the in the nature preserve oh. reserve <laughs> Unless they were preserved in the marshes. <laughs> <gasps> no, yes. Uh, the nature reserve. Oh, well. What are they doing? <laughs> ah. Do you want some evidence? I mean, I think. yeah, show yeah. me the, the offspring. Unless I produce, like, a car. You walk in. Here's the evidence. I have found the moose, and it is here for you to see. It's a see. moose that's here. You're like, how do I know that's not a zoo moose? How do I know that's not a zebra you've painted to look like a moose? There have been some official sightings of the moose over the years. A man named Eddie Herrick saw and shot two moose in total, one in 1929 and one in 1934. The moose Herrick shot in 1929 was missing its right front leg, which has led some people to believe that it was one of the original moose, the one that got its legs broken when it was released. I mean, I bet if they started issuing licenses to hunt moose again, more people would go in there find, to find that moose. But we'll get to that. Sort of enticing people. <laughs> that was my intrigue noise. <laughs> um, we'll look into that. We'll look into enticing people to hunt for a moose. We'll get there. 1952 was the last official sighting of the moose, uh, in which three deer colours went out into the woods and one of them shot one in self-defence and brought back its head, which is why it's one of the last official verified sightings. They also took a bunch of photos and those are the last official photos as well of the moose in New Zealand. It's important to note that there is a precedent for animals going missing in the fjordlands. In the early 20th century there were myths about a bird called the Notorinus, which was a round bluebird that lived alongside the moa, which was a large emu type creature that is now extinct. The Notorinus was presumed extinct in 1897, but 50 years later a doctor from Invercargill went searching for it and found one. Today the Notorinus is better known as the Takahi and they're quite common. The last known photographs, as we talked about, were only taken a few years after the Takahi's rediscovery. Oh! Yeah, so the Takahi used to be like an extinct animal and now they're alive. They're not extinct. No. They're not even on the endangered list anymore, I don't think. Or well, they might be. 
<laughs> Not truths. Um, they're alive. I've seen a takahe. I've seen a takahe. They're if you neat, haven't, because you're not in New Zealand, then uh, come on down. They look like out. see. I, I always think of them as like fat, ugly pukekos. Yeah. But the rest of the world doesn't have pukekos either. They have wood pigeons, right? Yeah, water pigeons, but they're like boring coloured. Yeah. We have special flamboyant water hens. Mm-hmm. Pea hand. No, that's no, a... that's a peacock. Thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's a female peacock. Anyway. So, Similar colours. So that was, that was in the fjordlands that hmm. they, they used to live in. And they went missing because it's such a dense area of forest where, you know, can't see anything. So anything could go missing is what you're implying. Um, including Moosin. <laughs> granted, Moose are quite a bit bigger <laughs> than the Takahu. But... Less blue, though. Less blue. So it's camouflage true. easier. You'd think. But you're implying these moose have lasted years and years, or or reproduced, I'm assuming. Well, there were six females and four males, so yeah, they could have had sex and babies. That is what happens when a girl moose... <laughs> when, when two boy moose... No, wait, how many? When four boy moose love six girl moose... And they've got a whole... Forest to hide around in. <laughs> yep. Who knows what they're going to get up to? Fucking good game of hide and seek. Beats a game of soccer any day, I guess. I think it, it rivals. It's kind of like this myth reminds me of Tasmanian tiger stories from Tasmania mm. and stories of like Bigfoot. We do actually have. A version of Bigfoot here in New Zealand that I'm going to talk about in a different episode, but I feel like the moose are our best, like, Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot. There are moose that are living in the forest <laughs> in the South Island because it's such a mundane thing. Yeah. But for us, it's not at all. Because we don't have moose. We just, we don't have them, so it's... Unless we do. There's also a story about a puma that lives in the South Island as well. I haven't looked into that. Maybe, maybe season two. Hmm. We'll see. Oh, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing about this mysterious puma. <laughs> Brings you back just for the same episode. No, thanks. It's a bit like, you know, when they talk about they can't prove that the Loch Ness Monster isn't there because it's not like they can drain the lock. Like, unless someone burns down the fjord ones. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, they'd probably... <laughs> kill the moose on kill accident. Kill the moose, yeah, exactly. So don't... Don't do that. Don't do that. In 1972, two men, Jim Hilton and Ken Tustin, found a cast deer antler while on a moose survey with the Forest Services Field and Range Experimental Station at Rangiora. It was only one or two seasons old, which should have been from a living moose at the time. Ken Tustin was so convinced by the antler that he went on to put up cameras in the Fiordland forests in hopes of capturing some of the moose on video. He only caught one image of a moose in 1995, but the pictures were too blurry to convince some people. The camera was in time-lapse mode, so the image was blurry and the camera only took pictures every four seconds. But it does look like a moose. And you can see on his camera 
pictures of red deer and they look comparatively very different. So he thinks he saw moose in 1995 and it's officially unconfirmed, but it looks like a moose. <laughs> it does. You made officially unconfirmed sound like you're fucking hiding it from us. Oh, well... <laughs> I mean... It just it just looks like a moose. I don't know why you wouldn't be like... It's not definitive, I guess. But then he, he took the cameras down. He gave up. But then... <gasps> But wait, there's more. In 2001 and 2002, some hair was found out in the fjordlands around about Moose Creek or Herrick Creek, and the hair was sent away to Canada and confirmed as being moose hair. Because of the pummeling rain, the hairs were only likely to last a month, dating the moose to this century. Why'd they send it to Canada? I mean, I guess that makes sense if you're checking for moose. I guess you send it somewhere with moose in. <laughs> Moose don't have top rows of teeth. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I did, but why? Um, because of movies and stuff. <laughs> what movie? I like moose. What? <laughs> Just one. So this is a trick for you. Yeah. Um, what movie talks about not having brother bear? Right. They also have four fingers, so I don't know. I learned all my anatomy from Barnyard, but neither where all the male cows have others. <laughs> <laughs> so, a really big difference between the red deer, which are the pest deer that were introduced to the South Island, they're all around the South Island, and the way that moose eat. So the red deer and the moose, they eat very differently. Which would be because of those teeth, obviously, as well. Yes. A, the deer plucks leaves from a branch individually, but a moose, because they have no teeth in their upper jaw, eat violently. They lock onto a branch and strip it horizontally before jerking their heads and snapping the branch. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. So... And there's evidence all around the forest of, like, this kind of foraging. Hmm. I mean, these are all pretty... Solid, right? Damning evidence. Mm. And, and the way that the trees are snapped, it's, like, on the branch alone, which wouldn't be the way it's affected if it's just a singular branch, if it was wind. Yeah. So there have also been, like... Heaps of sightings outside of the ones that I've said. Like, loads of people have come forward and gone, I've seen a moose. Um, people have taken other photos with the moose. It's just there aren't any verified. The only reason the 1950s ones were verified is because they brought one back. Yeah, because it had shot died. Them. Yeah. So, arguably, a lot more evidence than I'm even putting on the, on the plate. You brought up a bit earlier people maybe needing incentive to go hunt for the moose. Yeah. Well, in... 2011, Helen Stein's The Clothing Brand. Yep, I've worn them. Me too. <laughs> mm, good. Yeah. They offered $100,000 for pictures of the moose. If someone could find the Fjordland moose. Excellent. But it was not successful. Uh -huh. <laughs> but there's a moose hunt every year in the South Island. People go out and they hunt for the moose. And it's a real community thing. They all look for them. Half of them go missing in the Fjordland forest. Probably. <laughs> All of the evidence about the trees, branches, and everything mm -mm. has been discovered like 2018. So there's a. During renewed... the moose hunt, I'm assuming. Yeah, probably. 
Sure, why not? There's renewed vigour to find out what's going on here. I mean, you convincing me right now has convinced me that 2019, mm. you and I should go on the, the uh, moose annual hunt? moose hunt. Or I'm 2020, keen. one of those two years. 2020 would be better because, you know, better vision for everyone. I think we should go on the moose hunt. But how many out of four antlers, <laughs> how convinced are you of moose being in the field ones? Still? Or, yeah, or, now, or at all? Day, yes. To this day. Well, no, because uh, they were there, yeah. obviously. <laughs> I was pretty convinced. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not the. The conspiracy is they're still there to this day, but I feel like there's a lot of evidence there. There has been a lot of evidence that you've laid down in front of me. I've had to take a lot in. Okay. It's three in the morning. No. There's <laughs> orange drink. I've. I have to admit. I'm at about four antlers, potentially even five. Five out of four antlers. Five out of four antlers convinced that we need to go find these moose, save them, send them back to Canada, get that information home. Not truth. Not truth. Confirmed. <laughs> we I'm, haven't proven anything, but you think But it's I've real. been convinced. So convinced. 100% 100 convinced. over 100 because it was five out of four. 30%. That's amazing. I don't know. Okay, well, there's a last part that I wanted to do for this. I'm so excited. This is where you bring the moose in. <laughs> Chocolate moose, um, please. No. Oh. I thought that, uh, that it would be really pertinent to uh, write a song for each of the things that we talk about on this podcast. Um, so I just want you to, like, riff what you've learned. Two. Oh, that's not in key at all. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been a really good bit had it been. Moose. Fjordlands. In the fjordlands. Moose. Moose. They're from all lands. <laughs> they live in the forest. Or do they? Oh, I think they do. Do you? Moose. <laughs> Thank you. That was beautiful. I hated it. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, thank you for appearing on Not Truths. You're welcome. I plan to come back season two for the Puma back when I. You don't get to choose. Back when In I've... fact, it's three a.m. Get out of my room. <laughs> thank you for having me. Um, nope. Goodbye. Oh, see you later. Goodbye forever.